Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello gorgeous and welcome to this podcast episode where I'm going to be talking about overcoming fatigue. Now, this might seem like a weird thing for me to be creating a podcast episode, given that this is not a health podcast and you might think something like overcoming fatigue is more suitable to a health podcast, but this is something that I would say like at least 90% of my clients struggle with is feeling fatigued and feeling really tired. And I myself, this has been one of my biggest life, I guess, kind of struggles, hurdles is fatigue. And and it's something that I feel like I've really gotten on top of and it's taken a lot of work and a lot of um, insight around my consciousness Um, as well as my body. And so I want to just create this episode because honestly, I I get asked about this a lot and I want to have an episode that I can send people to, to share with you a bit about my experience and journey, but also things that I've learned from my clients when I've, um, when we've looked at their fatigue and actually been able to shift it without doing anything health related. So that's what I want to share with you in this podcast episode. So first, I'm just going to give you a little bit of background on my um, fatigue, and then I'm going to share with you how we can create fatigue via our thoughts and stress, and then how we can actually cut through that and um, overcome the maybe constant feeling of fatigue. So I started to experience fatigue before I even left primary school, I think, but let's say like definitely high school, I had really bad fatigue. I really struggled um, to get through the day when it wasn't a school day. I always wanted to just lay down during the middle of the day. All I want to do was lay down. Oh my God, just being upright felt like such an effort and it felt so hard. And I remember I tried to do sports to keep active and, um, and I did rowing. So that was a very intense thing that I did, but in rowing off season, I did athletics to try to stay active. And I remember just feeling so dead and like, it was I would like have to drag myself to athletics because I felt so dead. 
And what I can identify now about the fatigue I experienced then was how much it was actually created by my depression. Now, I I do think there's a bit more going on than that. I do think that I was already experiencing adrenal fatigue. So the thing, the kind of basic body things that I found helpful to just understand is that, you know, you can have fatigue when your adrenals are depleted and your, de- your adrenals get depleted by constant stress, um, too much stress, more stress than your body can handle. And so if you are constantly in a hyper aroused state, in a survival state, that depletes your adrenals and causes fatigue. And that is what adrenal fatigue is. So I think that I was probably already experiencing some level of adrenal fatigue because I just somehow, like I came into this world, very sympathetic nervous system switched on in survival, always um, worried about how I was going to do things in the future, what was going to happen. And, you know, by my early teens, I was experiencing pretty significant depression. And I think all of that, all of that played into each other. And, you know, I was obviously having hormonal changes as I was starting to go through puberty and probably there was hormonal imbalances that played into that whole thing because your adrenals release hormones that are in your endocrine system. So it's all related to each other, right? So I think there's a bit of a blend of physical and then also mental, emotional. But I think like I do think that whole thing was really created by mental emotional, the the mental emotional of stress, survival, and um, d- then the depression that I experienced. Like you basically can't have depression and have high energy. It just completely kills your energy and zaps your energy. And what you sometimes experience, so you m- yourself have probably experienced this where you were maybe feeling a bit flat and you're feeling low energy and your whole body just feels so tired and you feel really tired and then something happens. You get some news, some exciting news. Something comes through, you know, there's some like really like, oh, cool thing and suddenly your whole body wakes up and you've got heaps of energy and you could just, you know, you start doing things around the house, you start getting things organized, you feel excited and you've got all this energy, right? So that's where you can see that it's not like feeling tired and having fatigue is not just this thing that's like, your body is depleted. Your body could be depleted. And in adrenal fatigue, like your adrenals are literally defeated. And, you know, I'm very much, I really love and resonate a lot with a Taoist philosophy. And so I don't know exactly, but it's your kidneys, uh, weak kidney energy, maybe, Um, kidney deficiency, right? That's what you'd be, I think, also experiencing. Totally not a Taoist um, expert, but I find their systems around health to just be really spot on and really effective and really help me. Um, So yes, there can be depletion things for you to work on, but then there is this other layer of your energy. Your energy 
actually determining your state and how much energy and vitality you have in your body. If you are at all familiar with Joe Dispenza's work, you'll know Joe Dispenza talks about um, energy over matter. So we can be really in our matter and really in our dense energy and have that low energy and fatigue. And then we can move literally to a higher vibration. So that's what's happening when there's really exciting things happened or you've got a love interest and they're texting you or something like that. And it's like, oh, like this spark. And you, you change your energy. You literally change your energy to a higher vibration. And lo and behold, you don't feel tired anymore. Oh my God. Imagine that, right? So actually I, what, from my experience, our consciousness has a greater impact on our energy levels than strictly our biology. And the thing is, we can't actually separate our consciousness and our biology. They are constantly in communication and affecting each other, right? Right. The messages and then the environments for the, the cells and the you know, our consciousness is what's causing different hormones to be released and triggering genes and um, functions in our body. So we, we cannot isolate the two. And honestly, it really infuriates me that we still live in this, feels like the, the most backward dark ages that we think of our mind as separate to our body. And that's something your body's doing. And that's something your mind's doing that it's literally one thing and they're, they're two like aspects of a one system that influence the system. And our consciousness has actually so much power over this system, so much power to trigger and release hormones and other chemicals that create the environment for cells that determine the cell expression. So what I have found with fatigue and tiredness is that actually addressing it on the level of our consciousness is so empowering and brings about so much change and can bring about that change really quickly. Now, just to go back to my journey and story a little bit um, to give a bit more information on how I've worked with it and how I personally have, I would say, overcome fatigue, which is not to say I don't feel fatigued sometimes because that is a tendency. Like if I um, go into stress or ego, fatigue is, is my tendency. That's what will express, right? So with a lot of, you know, a lot of our health, um, conditions or health things that we experience that we overcome, that that's still usually kind of like our tendency of when we uh, go into weakness or stress, like that's what we'll express, right? So for example, with my bladder as well, if you've listened to my, you probably actually would have had to have listened to my origin story podcast episode where I explained that was, that's a massive thing that I created change in. And the doctors told me I had a problem and I was going to have to be on medication for the rest of my life. And there was, there was just not even a clear cut medication for it. And I had horrible side effects. And I was like, this isn't right. This is, this is just not right. This doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up and it's bullshit. And I don't believe it. Uh, and I healed my bladder issues, but my bladder is, is like the point that of weakness. I mean, it's not a very good word, but where if I'm in high stress, like, or if I'm really out of balance, 
that's that's the organ, that's an organ for me that experiences weakness. So whenever we overcome physical um, unbalance, I guess you could say, that's that's still going to be usually our tendency when we're in high stress or out of balance that that we will experience that expression again. So it's just about knowing how to manage that and knowing that, oh, like this, this means something's out of balance here um, that I need to look at. Not actually that I need to look at like, oh, how to fix something around my bladder or how to fix my fatigue, just that I need to look at something is taking me out of balance and that's what I need to address on the level of my consciousness and possibly your body as well. So going back to my uh, journey with fatigue. So I, yeah, I was just basically chronically fatigued. I got tested for every type of fatigue thing. I I mean, I don't even know how you test for chronic fatigue, but somehow I didn't have chronic fatigue. Whoever tested me as a teenager, I I was tested for everything. um, And it persisted until I actually, when I was, when I started my full-time engineering job, not long after that, I got really into raw food, as you know, well, you, as you know, if you've listened to a lot of this podcast and you have followed me, if you're new to this podcast, you wouldn't know that. Uh, but I got really into raw food and I just kind of spontaneously started having only fruit for breakfast and lunch, just because that was what felt good. And then I would have a proper dinner. And through doing that, I noticed my fatigue disappeared. It actually disappeared. I I would be like in shock. It would be the afternoon at work and I would be wide awake. My eyes wouldn't be like closing on themselves and I would be in a meeting and I would just be wide awake. Oh, it showed me what a shadow like I was living in (laughs) before where it was like this effort to keep my eyes open and stay awake and be upright. Those just constantly felt like an effort. And, um, and then I, and I, uh, got into doing some juice fasting and things like that. And wow, my energy was just through the roof. So I don't have uh, a great explanation for you around that, but apart from that happened. And I guess I just, I just flushed out a lot of heaviness and toxicity in my physical vessel because I did used to also eat in a, in a heavy way. I wouldn't say I eat heavily in a heavy way now, but I did used to. And making that shift actually created a lot of energy and vitality. But also I was getting into raw food. I was getting into personal development. I was getting into spiritual development. That it was those things that got me onto raw food. And so I was having a really big shift in my vibration and holding myself at a totally different vibration, not being just like depressed as fuck, but starting to feel like hopeful about life and like that I would have something to contribute to life. And I am not... Um, you know, I'm not, what's, what would be the right word where you're like, I'm not, um, tied to my experiences. I can change things about myself. I can change things about the way that I live and express and who I am. So that was all occurring at the same time as well. And, and feeling literally for the first time in my entire life, optimism about life and desire to live life. Previous to that, I didn't. As a teenager, I really 
so badly didn't want to exist. I didn't want to go through with killing myself. That seemed terrifying. (laughs) What if I got it wrong and what if it was painful? But I like so badly did not want to be alive. And then when I was 20, I remember I was on my exchange in Sweden. I ticked over to just being ambivalent, being like, okay, I don't, I no longer like really badly want to cease existing, but I also don't like really want to exist. Like I'm not like looking forward to my future. So also during this time when I was doing a lot of things that were actually improving my physical health, I completely shifted consciousness wise and was like engaged with life and feeling excited and hopeful and looking forward to it and wanting to be alive. Um, I then about a year or two after that, my energy just completely went down again. I just was, I experienced so much unworthiness, so much uncomfortable emotions were coming up for me and just really pretty hardcore. And I started experiencing a lot of issues with my health and I was back in extreme fatigue land, which is back in my, honestly, my body's comfort zone. That was, um, you know, and I feel like that is actually something that I'm chemically repatterning now, but it was like, it's just going back to the comfort zone. It's like that thing of living outside of your identity for a while and then going back in alignment with your egoic's identity of this is our lot in life. You know, why did you think you could get better than this? This is just the way it's going to be for you, right? So I experienced then like a good long number of years of a lot of fatigue and it getting really extreme at times and finding it difficult to get out of bed in the morning. At one point, I actually couldn't get through the entire day without lying down and having a nap. This was while I was in Melbourne. And this was actually part of my impetus to leave Melbourne and get out of the city and come to South Australia, which I just so happened to do at the exact time that COVID hit and was, which was why I then got stuck in South Australia and stayed in South Australia until right now. Isn't that funny that I'm telling this story? Because this is the last podcast episode that I am recording in South Australia. And by the time you listen to this, I will probably have just arrived in Bali. My, my leaving South Australia after being in this like feels like a bit of a cocoon or uh, a retreat through this time of COVID. But actually my main intention in leaving Melbourne and coming to South Australia was to sort the fuck out my health. Cause I was like, I'm going to end up with some really serious illness if I don't sort this out, because there's obviously so much inflammation in my body that I'm experiencing these health issues because there was, there was other niggly things as well. Um, and the really intense fatigue. And I, you know, I kind of have learned enough about health to realize there's a lot of inflammation going on in my body and inflammation is caused by, can be caused by stress and being in a high sympathetic nervous system state, you know, for too long, your body's not recovering. It's not restoring. It's not getting that opportunity. So I uh, decided I would or it was became obvious to me, uh, like I have to get out the city. I need to remove myself from all the things that um, are triggering to your nervous system and calm down and somehow learn to switch 
myself into repair mode um, and get this inflammation dealt with. So once I got back here, so I was, I had had a bit of a shift before I left when I got my copper IUD out. I no longer was like, literally can't get through the day. Don't even get me started on copper IUDs. Don't ever get an IUD. Don't ever. It's just my simple recommendation. Um, so I came uh, back to South Australia. Energy had already improved a bit, but I was still experiencing like some fatigue and basically, basically like half my cycle I was having intense PMS and fatigue. So I read this book my mom happened to have about adrenal fatigue and I started to take heed of some of those things. So I did take heed of some of these, how to physically support myself. And I eventually completely got off coffee. Haven't had caffeinated coffee since. I sometimes have a decaf. Um, and because coffee was a major one for healing from adrenal fatigue, it's like, you have to just not have coffee. You just, there's just no option if you want to heal from adrenal fatigue. And, um, and I found Taoist tonic herbs that I get from super He's, super feast to be super helpful and beneficial, like huge that plus not being on coffee. And it was actually through their Jing herb challenge. I'm not going to go into all the detail on this, but it was through their Jing herb challenge, which you can look up that I got off coffee and I was taking their Jing herbs. Uh, and my fatigue, kid you not, was gone. Um, so physical things like that have really helped. But then I will still, I can still always go back into feeling tired, sluggish, fatigued. And this is where then I bring in more of the consciousness tools. So I might up my Jing herbs. That's a physical thing I might do. I might actually not do as much exercise and not do strenuous exercise. So that's the thing I've been really good at letting go of since reading that adrenal fatigue book because that's just creating more stress in your body. So if your body is overstressed and depleted because of stress, then there's other ways you you can what seem like a more biological health thing to just not add more stress, like not doing intense exercise or not eating foods that are going to add stress to your body and taking herbs that are going to help your body deal with stress. But what you actually fundamentally want to do is deal with the the stress on the level of your consciousness, right? Because there are things causing stress for you that you're either aware of or not aware of. And that, that is where you're going to really find the medicine in overcoming your fatigue. So it's really in about how identifying what is causing stress for you. And so another thing you will hear me talk about is tiredness or fatigue being an egoic strategy. So I'm going to like lump all of that in together. The, the, the stress going on that's causing you to feel fatigued and it's an egoic strategy to um, enable you to check out of, from life or enable you to check out of responsibility. It, it can be a bit different for everyone what the egoic strategy is designed to achieve. But for me, it was to um, not have responsibility. 
and just feeling this heavy weight about responsibility in life. And if I was fatigued, then I didn't have to have responsibility. And then I had an excuse. And then, and another thing I realized for me is I had an excuse to not be where I wanted to be rather than be in the full vulnerability of a hundred percent going for what I want and not getting it. Whereas fatigue gave me this safety, you know, of course it's not what I consciously wanted. I consciously really badly did not want to be fatigued. It, you know, it felt like it was, it was diminishing my life. And it absolutely was the amount of fatigue I've experienced has absolutely just taken so much life away from my life because I could never feel like doing anything during that time or, or when I'm in that experience. So addressing it on the level of your consciousness, what is causing underlying stress for you right now? What is causing underlying fear for you right now? And if you are creating the fatigue and tiredness as a protective mechanism, what is that designed to achieve? What is that designed to achieve? Even if it's something that you don't think you go like it, sorry, you self-consciously really don't think you want. But if you're honest and you go, okay, well, underneath this, what's the payoff of me being so tired? So I'm going to give you a couple of steps actually to start to work through this on this consciousness level. So you can be aware of those physical level things. And I think that's helpful. I've found, you know, the herbs, not having coffee, things like that helpful. Um, But this is where you're going to find the gold, the actual gold and the gold to be able to deal with fatigue whenever it pops up for you, because it does still pop up for me. And this is how I address it. This is how I neutralize it. So the first thing to acknowledge is that you are creating it. I am creating this. I am creating this tiredness. I am creating this fatigue. And in doing so, you are no longer identified with it. And that's a really key step. You're no longer identified with it. What I used to find with my fatigue up until relatively recently, this has been a big one for me, like a big core, big one. Um, What I would find is when I would find myself really fatigued and really low energy again, that would, that in and of itself would send me into a freak out, uh, feeling like, oh my God, I'm stuck here. It's going to be like this again. I'm powerless. There's nothing I can do about it. It's going to ruin and destroy my whole life. And then what that does is I'm identified with the fatigue and then I'm in, I've got to solve this problem and all, and what happens when you do that is you just, you've just gone straight into your ego and it's a really great distraction mechanism for your ego to distract you from the vulnerable things that you would otherwise be doing if you were living your life fully. Your ego goes, great, we're nice and safe. We're nice and safe. Worry about your silly little fatigue. Safety. Yay. Right. And then So what I would do is then I would create so much more energy around the problem and put the power in the problem and compound the problem by freaking out about it and going, oh my God, I'm stuck here. This is, um, you know, I'm not going to be able to change this. What if it doesn't change? And while that's happening, I am at one with the problem. 
I am identified with the problem. I'm in the problem. So when you go, I am creating this, you actually separate yourself from the problem. You step out of it and you tell your subconscious that you are powerful. You are creating this. Therefore, you can create something different. So that's the first step. And then you go, what is the payoff? What is the payoff of me experiencing this, of being disengaged from life? And just go with the first things that come from you, come to you. It'll be slightly different for everyone. As I said, for me, it was about responsibility and then I can't fail because I couldn't try because I was so fucking tired, <laughs> right? Uh, and then once you have uncovered that and just acknowledged it, there's nothing else more you need to do with it. You can then just go to focusing on what you would love. So then you just refocus. I would love this. And then take the next obvious action towards that. And what I've found is this is literally a fatigue cure for me. And actually for a lot of clients I have shared this with that now use this. I remember there was one woman in my last Superconscious Creatress course that I ended up sharing for some reason this tired fatigue thing in, or I think maybe we had a one-to-one where I shared it with her actually. And um, she noticed instantly. She started doing this and she used to always feel tired and fatigued. Instantly she wasn't. And she just kept using this process, right? So I know this works for other people as well. And what it's about is changing your level of consciousness and the fatigue and tiredness, but actually being caused by your consciousness, not necessarily or definitely definitely not entirely by a biological depletion in your body. So what I would notice is I wouldn't necessarily feel any different straight away, but I would change my focus onto what I would love to create. And I would just start moving towards that. And then I would realize at some point down that track, maybe like an hour or two later, I wasn't, I didn't feel tired. And I was like, oh my God, are you for real? I don't feel tired. Wow. How interesting, right? And that's because I changed my focus. And in changing my focus, I changed my level of consciousness and my Um, so here's where people get tripped up with this fatigue thing, right? Is that you feel really tired or you feel fatigued and then you start focusing on the fatigue and you start focusing on the problem of the fatigue. And then you, then you just lock yourself in there. You're locked in. Congrats. (laughs) Locked, uh, signed, sealed, delivered, locked in fatigue, right? So what you actually want to be able to do is acknowledge it, acknowledge you're creating it and then change your focus. Don't put power in it. As soon as you get carried away with it as a problem, what am I going to do about it? You're putting all the power in it. So change the focus onto a higher vibration. What you would love is a higher vibration. So focusing on that end result and then just taking the next obvious action towards that will shift your energy. Remember I was talking about energy at the beginning. It will change your energy, which will change your chemistry and it change your experience in your body. And often that's all it takes. And you 
likely won't feel the shift straight away until you just keep your focus on that other thing. And you literally like forget about being tired, but it just also takes that, um, neutralizing and uncovering the unconscious fatigue dynamic first so that your focus actually does go on what you would love. Because if you just were to go, okay, well, I'm just going to not think about it. Um, I'm going to ignore it, sweep it under the rug type thing. It's still unconsciously getting your attention and energy. That's why ignoring things and just focusing on the positive is ineffective and never gets you what you want. You've got to be able to acknowledge, bring to light egoic dynamics, bring them into consciousness so that they don't unconsciously have the attention and energy anymore. And then you can actually legitimately change your focus onto what you would love and therefore change your energy, change your vibration. And you will find that the fatigue magically goes away. So this is what I recommend you try. If this is something you're struggling with, I recommend you try this process and try it diligently and diligently don't let yourself get carried away in identifying with the problem of fatigue and creating an identity about it and creating a story about it. You might like to also consider just some of those basic physical things. Is my body under physical stress? Um, is, are my adrenals maybe depleted and there are physical things I can do to support them. But really the main thing you're going to be able to do is address stress, um, which is created by egoic tension. And that's going to, that's going to be like the biggest thing for reducing your stress is, is addressing what is stressing you out? What's causing underlying stress? What's causing underlying being in your survival mode, being in your sympathetic nervous system? Are there habits and behaviors? Are there thought patterns? Are there mindsets? Are there beliefs that are creating that? Because I know for me, for a really long time, I I just had so much stress around money and financial security and stability. And in one part, that was actually a reality of a situation I was in um, that I then decided to change as a way to address that. And on another part, it was th- it was just my relationship to stability, my relationship to safety. And they were things that I actually had to address and neutralize in order to actually neutralize all of that stress. So I wasn't just like having this low lying under level stress every single day and then being in survival and then that cascading through my entire body um, and creating imbalance. So that's what I've got to offer you around fatigue. This is so relevant to my work. It's just so relevant to 90% if not more of my clients and 90% if not more of just literally the people that I talk to. So many people experience it and coming at it from a purely biological based level is completely ineffective in my experience. So I hope what I've shared with you in this episode serves you and you can take it on and um, implement and experiment and explore. So, you know, don't take my word for, for it. Experiment and explore with what I've just shared with you and whether this resonates for you. Does this resonate for you? Does this hold truth for you? 
you know, that's way, that's how I want you to come at everything that I teach you. And how I really encourage you to come at this podcast because you don't, you're not stuck as a victim in this experience of fatigue. If, if literally, if I can overcome the fatigue that I experienced for so long, for so many years, that was honestly very crippling to my life at times. If I can do that and find a way through that to health and vitality, even if fatigue will be my tendency, if I'm out of balance, anyone can. For real, anyone can. You can absolutely, you have power here and you are creating it and you can change what you create. I'm sending you so much love. If you would really love to go deeper in exploring and understanding the egoic dynamics that you have going on and how to uncover them and neutralize them, as I've been talking about, as I talk about in probably every, either every or every second episode, and you would love to learn more about this and you'd love to learn, you'd love to be empowered with more tools that you can use in your daily life to live from your creative orientation and create the life that you are here to live, then I invite you to check out my Superconscious Creatress course. We are starting very soon. It's going to be in just a few weeks now from when this podcast episode comes out. So maybe by the time you're listening to this, it is already enrolled for enrollment. This is the only time I'm running it this year and it might be a year until I run it again next. I would love to run it more often than that, but I've got other programs that I run as well. So I can usually only fit one in a year and it's just an absolutely fantastic foundations program. I highly recommend it. I just teach you the framework of so much of what I talk about in these podcast episodes and give you practical tools to implement them in your daily life. And I just, I cannot wait to share these with you again in this next round coming up. So if you are interested in this course, it is a six week course that's totally live, which means you come to live classes run by me and I run them at two different times so that people from all time zones are able to make them. I might not be able to continue doing that in the future, but for this next round, I'm definitely doing that again. Um, there will be two time slots of classes that you can come to. And if you would like to get all the information and get on the wait list, the link is in the episode description here. It's also on my website. It's also in my Instagram links. And if you do get on the wait list, this is basically your last chance to get on the wait list. You will get a hundred dollars off, um, once I open enrollments for the course. So it is well worth doing if this is something that you would love to grow and develop in for yourself. All right. I'm sending you so much love and I really pray that like, you know, I just feel it. I feel you if you experience fatigue. And so I really pray that this episode does serve you. These insights do serve you and you find a way to imply them, apply them. That really changes this dynamic for you. 